Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 18 of my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. In this episode, we'll be looking at step number nine in the 12-step program, and that step is, I made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. As you may know by now, I associate a gift with each of these steps because I think they are, I know they are, gifts from God. The gift associated with this step is the gift of courage. This step was always a thorn in my side. I didn't want to do it, and I didn't want to even think about it. In order to do it well, or to do it correctly, I knew I had to put my ego completely aside. And my ego companion, (laughs) even more so, and I call that Mr. Rationalization. I mean, let's face it, it's a scary thing to think about all of the folks that we have rubbed the wrong way in in my drinking and maybe in whatever addiction that you have suffered from or <clears throat> just in life we we want our own way i want my own i want my ego to prevail over everyone else's ego And now the program asks me to look at those people that I have kind of egotistically walked over and taken advantage of or just was not nice to. And the program is asking me to go to those people and make amends. Not in order to get forgiveness from those people. That doesn't really matter. If I've been working this program from the start, And if you have been listening, you know that I believe that this program is God-given and that the steps are in this order for a reason. In the first three steps, I decided to let God help me run my life or run my life. And in the fourth and fifth step, I, I took a look at the things that in my life that weren't the greatest in the world and that I would like to change and I would like help with or I needed to get rid of. Then I spoke to somebody about these things and I spoke to God about it. I reflected in my own mind, my own self, exactly what my life has been. Then in steps six and seven, I tried to draw up as much humility as I was capable of at the time. Uh, and I said in the last podcast, humility, I think, is is the thing that when you think you have it, you don't. But I tried, and I tried to ask, I asked God to take these things away from me. I cannot do it myself. I need help. So now, in step eight, I've looked at a lot of the things that I had written down in step four, and I'm looking at a lot of the people that were affected by my behaviors. 
They could have been family. They could have been friends. They could have been strangers. Um, I, they could have been just about anybody that in my addictive behavior, I really had no caring and no feeling for them, for others. Now I'm on a course of, let's say it, love. And the best definition I've ever heard of love is wanting to do for the good of another. This is how I see God. I see God as only wanting for our good. And I see him as waiting for us, because he gave us, say, free will, to make the decision to turn to him versus turning to my ego and turning to life. So now here I am. I have done all those other things in the steps previous, but when I look back on my life, I have all of these little incidents that are clouding me, that are making myself uh, stained in a way. And my goal in this program and doing these steps is kind of like getting myself back to what I had mentioned in another episode, a thing called in philosophy, a tabula rasa. And that means clean slate. And I would like to get all of that garbage that's clouding my slate out of the way. So now how we handle this ninth step is probably one of the most individual aspects of the 12-step program. Yes, I believe we're all the same. I believe with all my heart that we are all, in some ways, the same spirit. But we have all had way, way different experiences in our lives and with other people in getting to this point in the program. Uh, is it important? Well, you sure bet it's important to me because it's. I, I guess I could look at it more as, rather than forgiveness, which it's not, maybe it's more like closure, where I feel like I can go to someone and say, hey, John, I'm sorry I treated you that way, and uh, I hope never to do it again. And possibly John will say, get out of here. I don't even want to talk to you. Or he'll say, well, thanks for that. I appreciate you coming and telling me that. Whatever the outcome doesn't matter. What matters is that I want to, with love, tell people that I really am feeling bad because I hurt them and I hurt their lives. So we might have family, friends to talk to, um, who knows what we've done. Again, what I don't want is, you know, it says, unless you would hurt them or others. Well, obviously, I don't want to go to some guy and say, gee, I'm sorry I had relations with your wife when I was drinking, and he might not know anything about it. That serves absolutely no purpose. I am being loving by not not opening that can of worms. And I don't want other people to feel bad at 
their expense because I want to feel better. And again, I don't want old Mr. Rationalization to rear his ugly head and interfere with these things that I'm trying to to, um, smooth over from my past. Uh, I don't want to think, well, I took money from that guy, so I really need to uh, approach him and and tell him and tell him um, maybe I will try to get that money back to him or at least that I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I did that to him. That Mr. Rationalization may say, oh, now wait a minute. That guy's got all the money in the world. He's not even going to miss that little pittance that you took from him. Don't even worry about approaching that guy. Well, that Mr. Rationalization is always trying to look out for my ego. And that's exactly what I want out of the picture as long as I'm doing this step. How much and how serious do you have to be about this? Um, I wouldn't even begin to try to advise you. I know there are some of us there that have done some very terrible things in our uh, during our addiction or to um, in order to be able to keep our addiction going. I know some of us may have stolen money. We have really hurt people, uh, both emotionally and physically. What do you do about those things? What do you do? What do I do about stuff that where if I admit it and, and I tell someone I'm sorry I've done it to them, what about the consequences? What if they say, oh, it's you. I am calling the cops and telling them that you're the one that did this to me. Do I still do it? Again, I, I cannot possibly advise you. I guess it depends on where my level of faith and trust in God has come, what level that's at, and it depends on when I look in the mirror, how am I going to feel about myself or my new self with that hanging over me or would I be able to let it go? It may be necessary for me to do some of these amends, Uh, through a lawyer. Um, I think I and you all need to protect yourselves also, not just throw yourself on the mercy of people who may not always be very understanding. Again, it's up to you. Um, And I'm, I'm sure it will work out well for you if you are listening to God and listening to your spirit. And don't get crazy about it. Do the best that you can with the knowledge that you can recall. You might not even recall some of the things that you've done. And the next step that we're going to talk about is um, step number 10, which is continue to take a personal inventory. And as you go on in in your sobriety or in your lack of addiction or whatever, you will probably remember things. You say, oh, yeah, I remember what I did to that person. Uh, I really should talk to them. And then you can do it. It's, it's not in stone when this has to be done or anything like that. I went to my first 12-step meeting over 50 years ago. 
wood that I've been sober ever since, but I had a hard time with it. And I was kicking and screaming in order to, 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 when they told me I had to give things up or do things in the program. So it hadn't been easy for me. And just simply, things hadn't gotten bad enough for me to want to completely surrender and to change my life. If you're having a hard time with some of these steps, don't beat yourself up over it. Be loving to yourself. Turn to God, who will love you love you to death all the time. And when the time is right, I am sure you will succeed. In closing, I'm already thinking about, well, we probably have maybe six, maybe eight more episodes before the end of uh, when we finish the steps, the 12 steps. And I'm wondering what I want to talk about how I want to continue this podcast because I definitely want to continue. So right now I'm kind of thinking of the titles for the episode being Steps for Life and maybe taking incidents from the news headlines uh, if any of you contact me and let me know problems that you might be having and to talk about how these 12 steps can be so instrumental in our lives. I look forward to your input and your suggestions. And you can always reach me at chuck at stepstothespirit.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.